everyone. You're listening to episode 7 of the 189th Airlift Wing Our Minuteman Moment, an Airman's podcast. I'm Aaron Crawford, and I'm your host for this week's episode. October Drill has a lot going on. The wing has fine-tuned the mandatory COVID vaccination process to allow our DSGs the opportunity to receive their mandatory vaccinations. Vaccinations are currently being accomplished at Herc Hall today for our DSGs, so let's make sure to give them time to get that knocked out. Next on the agenda, we're rolling into October, which means we have no shortage of important observances. Breast Cancer Awareness Month, National Disability Employment Awareness Month, National Bullying Prevention Month, and many more have claimed October as their observance period. Take time to recognize those observances relevant to you and bring awareness to what matters most. We'll continue to celebrate National Hispanic Heritage Month until October 15th as well. So if this is your month to celebrate or bring awareness, share that with us. We'd love to hear your stories. As everyone knows, the wing has made great strides in COVID mitigation and prevention. Lieutenant Colonel Justin Fitzpatrick, our wing's innovation lead, worked with outside sources to acquire UV lighting to help kill not only the COVID virus, but a long list of nasty bugs that makes us sick. The next step is sharing this innovation idea with our community, the hospitals we see the doctor at, the school our kids attend, and more. The possibilities are essentially endless. Check it out. So can you talk to us about this new light system that we see around the wing? Um, What exactly is it and what does it do? Sure. So this project started last year uh, around May timeframe when COVID alpha was becoming a new threat for all of us. Um, We stood up the Team Ducimus working group to analyze the COVID countermeasures that we had available to us. And we really, we did everything. We went outside the box. We were calling companies in Israel about rapid tests. We were looking at QR code scanning for uh, contact tracing. And one of the companies we got in touch with was Far UV Technologies, and they're in the 222 nanometer business. It's a really an emerging technology, and we never really saw a need for it before COVID uh, came on the scene. And so right now, what they're making is an eye-safe, skin-safe solution that can be used in occupied areas. And by using this UV light, it's very, very deadly to any pathogens, but is harmless to people. Uh, so we've, we've uh, installed that throughout the 189th Airlift Wing as part of an SBIR contract. We have 175 units. We led the implementation for all the Department of Defense. We were the first DOD unit to install this. Uh, we iterated through different implementations, through different designs, and finally settled on the design we have today, which is uh, a really, really effective tool for controlling airborne uh, pathogens. So right now we're using them for our uh, occupied areas, our high traffic areas. So the briefing room where you might have 20 or 30 people, for our break rooms, for our conference rooms, over our water fountains. And they basically just have a down light that uh, makes that area a lot safer. Okay, and you talked about earlier, um, it's 222 nanometer technology. Can you kind of just, in layman's terms, explain what that is for us? It is, and that's the key part of the technology. Because when people think UV, they think of the sun. They think UVA, UVB, UVC, and that breaks down in different wavelengths of light onto the spectrum. Um, So UVC really starts at about 254 nanometers, and that's been used for a long time, even around people in some cases, but you do have some risk uh, of future cancer development. It does do some minor damage to the skin over a long period of exposure. So 222 gets under that threshold of what could be harmful. It doesn't get through your skin layer. Uh, the dead skin cells on the outside and on top of the cornea of the eye, they, they absorb all of that light. 
So really you're not having any effect on the organism unless it's very, very small. So the wavelengths are short enough that they will go in and deactivate COVID-19, adenoviruses, bacterium, any other pathogens, but they won't harm living skin cells. So this is actually more beneficial than just for COVID. It's for any bacteria that it, it, it can that comes in contact with your like surfaces and things like that. It is. So we have uh, some good functionality on surfaces. It's a light, you know. So anywhere there's a shadow, you're not going to have any effectiveness. But it's extremely capable against anything airborne. Um, again, cold, flu. Think any of your COVID variants. It's not like a drug that really targets a variant, it just targets any pathogens. So it's highly, highly effective against airborne pathogens. Uh, Dr. Uh, Carl Linden out at CU Boulder, he did a series of tests against uh, a battery of viruses and found that strangely, it's more effective against those viruses than the normal UV we've been using for 40 or 50 years now. Um, I don't know what it is. It's harmless to us because it's such a short wavelength, but it's really, really crippling to any pathogens. And how long it takes to kill the pathogen, deactivate it, is based on the type of pathogen you have. Um, uh, what benefits has the wing seen from since the installation of these lights here? Well, so that's a, that's a great question. And it was one of our initial problem sets, which is if we only install it in the wing, do we have a big enough data set to tell if we're having any effect? Because it's not like I have a virus tracker. I can't tell you there was a virus here and it's gone now. So what we were looking at was trend data. As we installed here, um, AATC out in Tucson, um, that organization runs ArcWorks, who really was the main helper in this project, they installed in their building as well. And even before we were done with our implementation, uh, other units called to install, including the Pentagon. So now we have a few offices and we just wait. So have we had any transmissions of COVID here in the workplace? We have not. Uh, in the Pentagon, have they? They have not. All right, well, let's talk about some of the community potential. I know um, we recently did a story about uh, the possibility of putting these light systems in like schools or um, their school buses, like tra public transportation, things like that. Um, you know, what, what do you think the potential is there to be able to do that? So our potential is being realized even uh, outside of our state. Um, and you're right, that was a great story, and I think it covered some important topics. Um, just recently, I was contacted by a homeless shelter in Boston, and they wanted a reference for how we implemented these lights because some of the original implementations of these systems going back 30 years was in homeless shelters for airborne tuberculosis, which had a major effect. So we're looking at schools, we're looking at buses. I've talked out of state to other busing companies. The public school system in Chicago is looking at putting them in. So we're right on the leading edge of this wave, but the transmission risk in schools is very high, and especially when kids are showing to be asymptomatic in many cases. So what we're hoping is we can bring this really revolutionary technology to the attention of the school systems locally. There's a lot of money in ESSER funds, there's a lot of federal grants, and I, I would love to see it in my kids' school. I would love to see it in the high-risk areas, the locker rooms, the bathrooms, um, the hallways or the reception areas. I know that teachers have a lot of concern in the classrooms, they want them clean, and this would be a major, major uh, tool for them to use. That's awesome. I really hope that we can get that pushed out and um, other people will jump on board and, and start adopting this new technology. I think it's a great thing. Well, I, I hope so. It's a very unintrusive install. It, it doesn't really attract people's attention and scare people. but. You know, and you and I have talked about this. People have heard so much about COVID over the last year and a half. We, obviously, we'd really love it to go away. It doesn't seem inclined to do that. 
So we have to have some new solutions, but it's difficult to get people to listen one more time. And so that's what we're trying to do is look, look just listen one more time. You haven't heard of this. It's amazing. You're going to love it. Um, so we're, we're, we're hopeful for the future. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Remember, if you have topic ideas or things you want to hear, let us know. We are here for you, and we want to talk about the things that are important to our listeners. Thanks for listening. We are Mission Ready Airmen, providing premier training to the C-130 and cyber enterprises, capitalizing on partnerships to support the state and defend the nation. Our vision is to be a diverse family of airmen, dedicated, adaptive, and empowered to lead.